Uh, all right. Uh, welcome to the very first episode of Fandom Forensics. Uh, I'm Violet. And I'm Katie. Um, and essentially in this podcast, uh, what we're going to be doing is uh, each episode we're going to take a look at um, a different fandom uh, and kind of take a look at what, what they have to offer, see what lessons they have to teach us, um, and see uh, take a look at some like highlights, some low points, you know, different stuff, uh, and just kind of talk about it. So yeah, so the first fandom that we're actually going to do is literally the fandom, Dan and Phil fans. Um, I can personally say I was in this fandom. I have experience with it. Um, are you... you Uh, No, I didn't watch Dan and Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But I do, I do kind of think... This is a good one to kind of start off with because um, they do kind of highlight like a very like interesting thing that happened in fandoms like because they're based on like they're just fans of like two like real people. So all of the like shipping and stuff that happened was like of real people. So it's it's an interesting conversation to have of like what's the kind of moral obligations that you have when you're shipping human beings? Like, yeah. should you yeah. do it at all? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, do you have anything to kick off? Uh, um, I mean, we could just start off right away with just, like, the extreme fans. That, or like... I guess we could just explain what Dan and Phil are. Oh, yeah. First. That's a great start. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I have a little bit more background yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, so, Dan and Phil are two YouTubers that, you know, they're best friends, and they make a lot of videos together, and they've been... Don't quote me on this. I believe they started making videos about 11 years ago. At least Dan did, and Phil around the same time. They've been friends throughout this whole time, and, you know, through it all... Because they are such great friends, it started off with people shipping them, and it created, you know, this whole just fandom of people, and they're amazing, they make great videos, um, super funny videos, they also have a gaming channel, um, they're definitely great YouTubers to check out if you just need a laugh, and... <laughs> a laugh and giggle. Yeah. Yeah, just for a laugh and giggle. Um, yeah, like I said though, I I don't know much about Dan and Phil. Like I just caught them when like they both came out, um, like a year or so ago. Um, so that's kind of the extent of my knowledge is that like they're both gay, and everyone thinks mm-hmm. that they're together. Um, though they haven't officially confirmed that, and I guess. I guess that, like, we could start there is just the nature of their relationship, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, from my knowledge, like, well, for the longest time before, like, both of them came out as gay, like, everyone was saying, like, guys, they're totally together because they lived together for a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, they still do. But, like, and, and, like, they had a very, like, close relationship. So everyone's, like... Of course, they're, like, into each other. Like, they're dating mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but they're not. Like, they still haven't confirmed it, even though they both came out as gay. And, like, in Dan's video, he says that, like, he had a very strong... Like, what... Like, I know you, you explain it better, but, like... Um, I can honestly say I don't remember too much about his coming out video. I just remember him explaining it. You know, yeah. why he now feels comfortable coming out and also you know kind of his relationship with phil and how he's close to phil but like violet said they still have not confirmed anything we want to reinstate that that we're not saying that they are together yeah but essentially what we're just going to talk about is just like you know the issue with so many people almost i don't want to say pressuring them to be together but just saying like they're together there's no way they can't be together like yeah, because... It's kind of saying, like, it's obvious that they are when, you know, we have to go by what they say, not what we assume. Yeah, because they did, like, I think in, in Dan's video, he's, he mentioned something like, like, 
I I don't know. Like I got the impression, like you kind of get the impression that there's more there's more to their relationship than just like friendship. Mm-hmm. But again, he still doesn't confirm anything, and like, so you kind of can't like, like go off of that. Like you have to kind of just like be like, okay, well you have to listen because like they're real people. It's not like, um, like. In a lot of different fandoms, like, you have people shipping characters, and mm-hmm. it's not as problematic because it's, like, they're just fictional characters. It's just kind of, like, a fun little fan theory that you can have, as long as you don't get, like, too serious about it. Yeah. Um, but, like, when it comes down to, like, real people, like, it's different because then you're kind of, like, meddling in their lives, and, like... It can yeah. create, like, a stigma around, like, their actual relationship and, like, how they view it, right? Because it's, like, if I, like, like, because then, because it can put them in the position of, like, do we actually, like, should we get together? Because, like, people say that we're, like, a really cute couple and we'd be really cute together. Being and, like, pressured into Yeah, like, or being pressured. Natural. or Or, like, the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. of, like, they could be together, but they're, like, you know what, let's just take a break. Because so many people are, like, invested in our relationship, and if we, like, ever broke up or weren't friends, like, that would be, like, devastating to, like, not only us, but, like, so many other people. Um, so I think that, like, I don't know, like, it's just kind of, like, immature to be meddling in, like, other people's relationships like that. Like, I get it. Like, if you're, like, so invested in, like, someone's, like, lives for, like, their content and stuff, um, then it can, I guess it can be kind of easy to, like, ship them and, like, try and, like, understand what's going on in their personal lives, but, like, I don't know, I guess it also kind of comes down to, like, having, um, like, uh, a barrier between, like, the content creator and, like, the actual people who, yeah. like, are fans <laughs> of that content. Yeah, I just, like, as you were saying that, I just kept thinking, like, you know, Everyone, when you think about your own best friend, like, I'm thinking about, like, me and you. If somebody, like, if you had a group of people that are just, like, they're together. There's no way they can't be together. Yeah, like, that would be, like, this. awkward. I would feel, our relationship would become so awkward because I would just be, like... Because it would feel... It, you would kind of, like, it puts, like, a magnifying glass on, like, your own actions. Because yeah. then you go, like, wait, is this thing that I do that I don't have, like, any issue with and I don't view as romantic and neither does this person? Yeah. Like, is that, like, um, like, is that actually, like, being flirty? Am I leading this person on? Like, It makes me question my emotions. Like, do I really feel this way? Like, Yeah, so you don't want to, like, pressure that. But it's, like, and I guess, like, Dan and Phil are not the only people who have, like, experienced their fans like trying to get in their personal lives i mean like what's coming to mind right now is like pewdiepie jacksepticeye PewDiePie, like, yeah jack markiplier, like markiplier like all those people shipping them together or like yeah shipping them or like you have like i don't know like personally like i used to watch like a lot of game grumps um and there was like i mean early game grumps there was a host and then he left and now there's like a whole subreddit dedicated to like different theories on like why Game Grumps has, like, like, made him leave or, like, Mm -hmm. different stuff. So it's, like, stuff that is, like, personal and, like, the creators, like, have explicitly said that they want to keep, like, private. Like, like, it's not important that everyone else knows. But, like, still, like, people are, like, prying at something that they don't really have, like the qualifications to like not yeah. the qualification but like, like they don't, you don't have know the them right personally yeah you don't know them personally like i think a lot of people when they watch youtubers all the time like they are like like youtubers can be like a really significant part of your life but mm-hmm. like like it's like a one-way relationship like yeah. you feel like you know that person like extremely well but they have no clue who you are yeah so they don't like, even know you exist. Yeah, they, like, unless well, you... most of the time. Unless you've, like, met them, them yeah. or, like, you're, like, very active in the comments and, like, or, or like, yeah. in live streams or something like that, they're, they're, like, aware of you, but you're not part of their life while they're kind of a part of yours. Yeah. So you can kind of feel like, well, this person's, like, significant to me, so, like, I deserve to, like, know them personally when yeah. you don't. 
Like, they're showing you, like, a, like, a fabricated version of themselves that they want to, like, put out there. It's, like, the same thing that you do, like, when you post something on Instagram. Like, you you take the best pictures of yourself and, like... Maybe, like, you edit them a little bit or whatever. Like, you really don't know what's going like, on you behind the camera. You don't know what... Yeah, exactly. You don't know how these people feel. You don't know what these people do, like, when they're not filming a YouTube video. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know. I Yeah, so that's just, like... Like, they're, they're definitely... I think the, a big issue is that there's just that, that barrier between Dan and Phil and then, like, the fandom that, like... Oftentimes, people would try and cross. Yeah. And I think that, like, the shipping of them is, like, a big a big example of that. Because that is, like, a barrier. Like, that's something that they were trying to... Like, not only the, the, the nature of their relationship they're trying to keep secret, but also the fact that they're gay. Like, neither of them had, had been out, like, at all. Yeah. So, like, the majority of the time Dan and Phil have been on the internet, they have been straight. Like... In air quotes. Um, uh, So, like, it's not appropriate for people to be like, hey, not only are these people together, but they're also gay. Um, Yeah. Because that's kind of like, it's not your place to say the the sexualities of these people. Yeah. So, yeah. Bringing that up, I just remember, like, because I watched them when I was a lot younger, and then I kind of stopped watching them, and then you know, Dan's coming out video came out and I just remember like there's the people of course who were supportive and that's amazing and great and there were a lot of supportive people. Mm-hmm. But then there was also the people on the side that were just like, I knew it. Like that's... I knew it. And I would I was getting yeah. so frustrated reading those comments because it's like that doesn't like they were just like, I knew it. He's been with Phil this whole time. And it's like yeah. No, just because he came out does not mean he is with Phil. Like, he yeah, did not directly say that's that. That's the thing, is, like, people will take, um, like, stuff like that, and they'll be, like, they feel like they have the, the right to say, like, oh, I knew it. Like, I knew that yeah. this person was gay. Yeah. Like, it's totally a thing, like, where you have, like, I don't know, like, I think about, like, I don't know, like, I guess, like, all, I can circle it back to, like, if someone, like, comes out as, like, trans or something, mm-hmm. and they go, like, oh, I knew it because X, Y, Z, like, I think there's a YouTuber I watch a lot, um, Philosophy Tube, who um, was, like, transitioning in private for, like, about a year so mm-hmm. or so like that, and a lot of people would speculate and say, like, she's totally trans, she's totally trans, and then she finally came out, like, a month or so ago. And everyone's like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. And it's like, it's not your place to like say that this person is trans or gay or whatever because that's not information that they're wanting to share yet. So you can't make that presumption. And also there's the possibility that they're just not trans or gay or whatever yeah. at all. And you're making them really uncomfortable because then they're like, am I? Or like... Yeah. And it puts them in the, in the position where, like, if they're not ready to come out yet, they have to be, like, it puts them in a really awkward position because they have to kind of, like, shake people off and say, like, no, I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. But, like, have it in a way where it's, like, like, um, it has to, like, not be, like, derogatory in any way. Like, they, yeah. so it's not like they're, like, so it doesn't look like they hate gay people or whatever. But also, like, you know, and also, like, the fact that they know themselves and they have to be like, no. Yeah. Which is, like, a really, like, it's a position that sucks to be put in. Mm -hmm. Like, to be, like, to know that, like, you are in the closet and, like, have to say, like, hey, like, oh, yeah, I'm actually cis. Like, don't worry, guys, I'm a dude. But, like, you're not. And you want to tell people, but you're not ready. You're not safe. You're not comfortable. Whatever the reason is. So, yeah. I almost feel like when they say, I knew it, it's, for lack of a better word, like, dehumanizing. Like, it's, it almost seems like a game. Like, you had a bet on this person or something. But totally, like, yeah. You had money that, like, oh, I'll get $5 if they come out. Like, something like that. Maybe I'm taking it the wrong way. Or, well, no, but... I totally get that. Because it's, like, it's, it is kind of, like, treating them like they're just, like, almost, like, some sort of, like, form of entertainment like not yeah no because yeah. like they do make entertainment but 
I think the problem is that a lot of people take, like, their entire lives as, like, the entertainment as well. Yeah. So, like, they want to know, like, the personal information of these people because it's entertaining to them and, and like, they're invested. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's almost like you're watching a show and, like, you want to see what happens to the character next. Yeah. You've been seeing all this yeah. buildup over the past few seasons and now it's time. Like, you're expecting something to happen and, like... Because, like, when it's a show, it's totally appropriate to be, like, I totally saw that coming. Yeah. But, like, when it's someone's life, that's not a, that's not appropriate. Like, you yeah. shouldn't be saying, like, oh, I totally saw them, like, coming out of the closet. Like, I could tell from a mile away. Because that just kind of, I don't know, it's not, it's not good for the people who are in the closet. Because then it's, like, I, I feel like then you, you get put under the position of, like, Oh, like, did people realize beforehand? Or, like, yeah, was I, was I just like, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Mention, like, that. that's just what was going through my mind right now. Like, if I was put in that position myself, just thinking that, like, well, what could I have done different to hide more? Like, should I have hid myself more? Something like that. Yeah. Like, I would totally be reflecting on all my past actions, which is not always a good thing to do, you know? Yeah, no, because it's like... In the reality, in the reality of things, like yes, probably some people in like your personal life may have guessed it beforehand, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that doesn't really matter because what matters is like when you're comfortable to come out, and like when it's safe and appropriate for you to do so, because like there's also the possibility, like again, you don't know what's going in their going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. There, they could have been in a position where like they wanted to come out. But they weren't, like, safe. They weren't, like, in, like, an environment that would be supportive of them, like, in their personal lives. Like, sure, they would probably be supported by, like, their fans on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But, like, they could still be, like, living with someone who's homophobic. Mm -hmm. Or, like, have family members who would, like, push them out if they came out. Like, it's totally, like, a real thing to, like... There's a lot of different reasons why someone would stay in the closet other than, like, they just don't know that they're gay or trans or bi or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's also, like, a reason of, like, it's crossing a boundary because it's a very, very personal conversation. And it's a very large part of someone's identity. Mm -hmm. um, And you don't... You don't have the right to dictate when someone comes out. You don't... um, like have any say in that and like assuming that you do and trying to have sway in that is just like really immature and inappropriate mm-hmm. um and it can be damaging to the person that you're doing to, doing it to because it can shove them deeper into the closet yeah so i'm just like because dan and phil a lot of the fans are a part of the lgbtq plus community like, it's true yeah there's so many of them and you know they felt like, you know, it was comfortable for them to come out at that time, even if it was 11 years after they made their first videos. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, it was just so great to see them supported by so many of their fans. But yeah, so many of their fans that it's like they think they're being supportive by saying, oh, I knew it. Like, yeah, yeah. Because you're still watching their videos, you're still supporting them. But by directly saying that to them, it's. I don't know. I just it's yeah, cuz it's it it's so it's different like cuz um I think it is like it comes down to the fact of like people who are like in the LGBT community and who are not like they did have a lot of like gay like fans mm-hmm. but they also did have a lot of people who weren't. Yeah. And I think a lot of it comes down to like if you're like straight um and you're in an environment with, like, a lot of, like, not straight people, mm-hmm. it's easy to kind of, like, see what they're doing and, like, be like, okay, then this is appropriate for me to also do. But, like, in reality, it's not. Like, there's just different context to, like, actions and, like, your identity. Like... Yeah. I, like, me, like, like, mentioning that, like, me being a cis straight person, I know there's lines I can't cross like yeah. with that so i'm completely like aware of what you're saying and I think yeah it's like because it's like you you have to like kind of realize that like and like even like if you're 
if you are gay but you're in the closet, there's lines you can't cross. Like you can't, um, you can't just like talk about like certain things like with that much like nuance. Not nuance. I I don't know. Uh, but like you, I don't know. I think for anyone, like regardless if you're gay or straight, you shouldn't be assuming someone's sexuality yeah. if, if it's not public yet. Yeah. Um. But I do think it's it's a little like. Sometimes cis, cis, cis have people have, like, a little bit of audacity and go a little too far. But yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, if, if you have a lot of people, like, friends that are gay or yeah. just in the community in general, like, I think you definitely have a better understanding of the community, but you are never going to be in their shoes. Yeah. Like, you're never going to know exactly how this person is feeling at that time. Like, I can only imagine it. But I'm never going to live it. Yeah. So, like, I could give advice. I don't know if that's the best advice, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I wish I could do more, but... Yeah. So, it's like... The best thing is just to be understanding of the other person's situation. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think it's just, like, the biggest thing is that just, like, people acknowledge that, like, it's not their life. It's not their, Mm -hmm. their person to meddle with. Um, and that they just kind of, like, understand that there's a barrier, um, between the content that they enjoy watching and the people who actually make it. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the biggest takeaway I think you can get from, like, the whole situation with shipping them. Um, I think it's also, I mean, with all, like, YouTubers and creators, like, we almost expect them to tell us everything. Exactly. Like, yeah. We assume just because they're famous, they have to say, you know, put their lives on display for everyone, you know? Yeah. Well, because I think with YouTube, it's like, because before celebrity, like before YouTube, celebrities were just like, who, like singers, um, like, like musicians, stuff like that. And like actors. actors. Um, and those people are like, they only show up. Like, they only put out what's in like their work. So like yeah. their music or like the the movies that they're in so like you they're a figurehead Mm -hmm. but like you don't really know what they do in their personal life and that's like a barrier that's pretty much like not crossed except for like on like tabloids and stuff like that but then again like most of their personal life it's not expected to know like celebrities personal life like you kind of like want to get out want to get in on it but, like, it's not the same as, like, with YouTubers because YouTubers created this environment where, like, you have, like, vlog channels and stuff yeah. like that. Which, like, the content that they create is centered around their lives. Yeah. Where, like, actors, they don't, like, their 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 movies aren't about their, their own personal yeah. lives. I think it's, like, the whole... They could be filming the YouTube video in their living room and they're looking at the camera. You think they're looking at you. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just, YouTube is definitely more personal. It's a lot more personal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're seeing their houses sometimes. You're seeing their families, you know. I don't want to say it's expected because it's not expected. It's not expected, but it but, is a lot easier to fall into that mindset of like, I have a personal connection with this person. Yeah. Um, so now I expect them to, to kind of reciprocate what I'm putting into their work. Like they need to put that much back into it for me, Mm -hmm. which isn't the case. Like that's not, I mean, I just, that just brought back like a memory for me when I was so much younger. Cause I will honestly admit, like I was cringy sometimes. I know that I completely acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. And just thinking that like creating the unrealistic expectations in my head that like, I remember when I was younger and Dan and Phil were on tour and I'd just be like, when I meet them, like, they're going to be amazing and I'm going to have this hug and, like, personal connection with them because mm-hmm. I felt like I knew them. They have no clue who I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, they see, so, like, on those tours, they see so many people that, like, they, like, blend together. Yeah, like, yeah. So, I, you know, it's, it is just interesting on, like, that kind of note of, like, these people are like ingrained in your life, but you have, they have no idea who you are. Yeah. And they have no responsibility to, um, just like show off their personal life. They don't have that. Like they're not responsible for that. And I think, 
I think this could kind of segue into the whole idea of fan fiction and oh like imagines. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I believe they're called preferences. I haven't read those in a while, so, <laughs> but I remember them. Um, I think Dan and Phil's fandom, especially, is known for quite some controversial, some controversial fan fiction. fiction. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, right off the, you just want to start with the the hat fig. The hat fig. <laughs> oh my god. I cannot imagine like, ever having to read, read that. that. Because, like, I know, like, reading that in middle school, like, when I first read I mean, it... Also, acknowledging that you didn't even have to be in the fandom to read so, that. You know, like, you didn't have to be in the fandom. People outside were like, totally reading it. People knew about the half yeah. Like, that's something that you would find out about, and then you would show it to all your friends. Yeah. Because you thought it was, like, so absurd that it was just funny. Yeah. And, like, but, like, the content of that, like, which is, like, the content of that, it's, like, you have to remember that, like... It's not just, like... Because the thing that you remember as someone who's not a fan of Dan and Phil is just, like, what happens in it. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of forgot that it was a fanfic about Dan and Phil, like, at all. Like, yeah. I just remember yeah. what goes on in the hatfic. <laughs> but, but, like, you have to, like, realize then you're like, oh, shoot. Like, this is, like, real people. Like, Dan yes. and Phil yeah. probably read this. They definitely did. Like they I feel definitely. Like I remember them talking. Like about it. Dan and Phil like read the hatfic. Like they, um, like Imagine. they have to know oh my God. that like someone like took the time to write this down about them. Like yeah, this is yeah. like, like I can't imagine someone like writing something like that about me, and I have to like read the whole thing and be like. Like, that's like yeah. they see me doing that. Like that's like that yeah, would be really awful. hard. Imagine just like having to look your best friend in the eye after reading something. Like after that. reading like that, like dude, like, I would, I would, oh, oh I would God. not know what to do at all. That'd be I crazy. Just... Like if you actually had to be like, dude, like someone wrote this fanfic about us, and like, like it would be like it's just weird. Like it's like yeah, it's it's not. And, Sadly, like, that wasn't the only, like, the skin fic That also, wasn't the only one, yeah. Like, I think also just smut in general. Like, mm-hmm. having smut, like, people write about you like that. I feel like that would be so weird. It's, like, it's weird because, like, I think, and again, I think fanfic is not exclusive to Dan and Phil. It's something yeah, that, like, yeah. pretty much every fandom has notorious fanfic in it. And I, and we're also, like, not saying that fanfiction is bad or no, anything. Cause not it's... at all, because, like, fanfic can totally be appropriate. Like, you can uh-huh. have, like, um, like fanfiction that's, like, tame and, like, cool and whatever. Like, it's totally fine to write stuff like that. But, I again, circling back to, like, they are real people. Mm-hmm. So I think the idea of fanfiction, especially more explicit fanfiction, yeah. is just not appropriate at all. Like, at all. Yeah. Like, regardless of the content in it, it's, like, you are, like, writing, like, this. these are real people. It's not fictional characters mm-hmm. that you're writing about. It's not, real. like, it's very easy to cross, like, a line with, like, what is appropriate and what's not appropriate in talking about yeah. with these people. Because I can imagine, like, they've read that stuff and they're, like, they think about me in this way. Like, yeah, they right? put me in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like, do they really think I'm actually like this? Like, fan fiction creates unrealistic expectations of people. Yeah. I 100% know that because I grew up reading fan fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I have personal experience with that. Like, I just... It's just such a... This, like, I just remember when I was younger, like, I physically could not read Dan and Phil fanfic because I just I felt like it was almost like reading about my brothers or something mm-hmm. like I felt like I knew them I, like I knew them personally like yeah. you were saying like it was so weird to me like even just reading a short little summary about about like what it was about it was it's it's it would make me cringe like it's uncomfortable because like you it, it's just like I think I mean, I guess that does bring up a point. Like, not only is it uncomfortable for them, but it's also uncomfortable for, like, a good number of people, Mm -hmm. like, who are fans of them, like, who just view them as, like, human beings and, like, people that they enjoy watching. Like, 
that's not cool to see someone that you know are like they're like if you're like just acknowledging yeah they're they're people i like to watch on youtube and now you're just like oh okay this is like not what i wanted to see it's like kind of making my perspective on them like different yes i yeah but i uh, yeah so it's i feel like it would be different if it like and it's different because it's not made by Dan and Phil themselves. It's made by, like, diff- other people. Yeah. This isn't something that they want to be shared. Like, it would be different if it was, like, something explicit, but, like, Dan and Phil themselves wanted to share it. Then it's just a matter of, like, are you comfortable with this? Like, mm-hmm. is it appropriate that they're actually sharing it? And it, are you, as a fan, comfortable with this? Like, it's a totally different conversation. But since it's, like, a fan, it's, like, I feel like you don't like have their consent to put that kind of stuff out there i feel like Mm -hmm. it's like that's taking someone and like a very intimate part about themselves and just putting it out for them to see even though it's not real like it's like still like you're putting it out there and it's yeah i don't know i i had a thought and then i just completely lost it but it's like oh oh that's where i was going with it like dan and phil you know I can't quote this, but I definitely feel like I remember them, like, making fun of it. Like, making fun of fanfic and mentioning it and everything. But you, like, like we kind of talked about earlier. Like, that's on camera. Mm-hmm. How are they feeling behind the camera about it? Like, totally. we don't see that. I'm sure they were super awkward at one point about it. Yeah, because, like, you can, like, totally... I think, like, the when, when it comes to, like, being made fun of... Like, this isn't them being made fun of, but, like... I feel like it's a good comparison. Like, often what you're going to do if, like, someone is, like, being kind of, like, rude to you or whatever or making fun of you, like, the best thing to do is just, like, laugh it off mm-hmm. and just be like, haha, this, whatever, and just take the power out of it. Yeah. So that's essentially what they were doing publicly. Mm-hmm. But that's still, like, even though, like, I guess in, like, the sense of being made fun of, like, even though you laugh it off... It can still hurt you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think there's definitely, like, a very real aspect of, like, you know, you don't want people, like, going off of, like, oh, it's okay if we do fan fiction. They just think it's funny mm-hmm. because that's just what they're showing on camera. That's what just what they're saying. Like, it's, it's even though they didn't say, like, oh, hey, guys, please stop doing this or, like, they laughed it off, like, that still doesn't make it appropriate. Yeah. It's context, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm I'm trying to think of, like, like, I don't want to say that, like, I don't know, I don't know where, like, the line, I think there's, there's definitely a difference between, like, fictional character fan fiction mm-hmm. and then real, like, real people fan oh, fiction. Oh, absolutely. There's a, there's a huge line between that because when it's fictional character fan fiction, it's just, like, you're taking a fictional character and another fictional character, or maybe yourself, mm-hmm. if it's a self-insert kind of one, um, and you are creating an entirely fictional scenario. Yeah. Like, there yeah. is, like, none of it is based on reality, unless it kind of is, which is, like, I, but that's kind of, like, a special case scenario. Alternate thing. universe. <laughs> that's, like, yeah. But, like, you know, it, it's, it's entirely made up, and it's just, like... For the point of being made up. But when you use real people, you, like, sure, the scenario might be made up, but the people exist. Yeah. And, like, there are, like, people who have to see it. And, like, there are, like, real-life repercussions to Mm -hmm. it. Like, it's not like, oh, I am putting this fictional character in this situation. They're never going to see it because they're fictional. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have a real person... Like, there is a chance that they see it. There's a chance that it makes them uncomfortable. There's a chance that members of their family see it. Yes, yeah. And, like, then they view their their child or their yeah. brother or whatever differently. So that's just, like, that's, like, even crazier. It's, like, that you would, like, like imagine if, like, someone wrote, like, a fanfic about that, you, like, about you like that, and then your mom saw it. Yeah. And uh, then you had no. to have a conversation with your mom, like, what is, like, you know, like, obviously, and, like, a lot of, not everyone understands what fan fiction is, so they're mm-hmm. like, what is this? Like, why are, are people writing this about you? Like, like if you're a casual fan, you might not read fan fiction. I definitely think, like, 
You have to be a little bit into the fandom, at least. Yeah. To, you know, have a good understanding of fan fiction. But as you're saying that, I remembered, not Dan and Phil, but Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Hecklin, who played Derek, they, they were in a panel and there was... I forgot who the two other people were, but they were just like... When the fans ask the question, like, do you read the fan fiction? And they're just like, no. Like, mm-hmm. we can't. And it's almost like the fans... I don't want to say get offended when they say that, but they're just like, they're just like, well, why not? Like, why, why won't you read our well, fan fiction? Because like, then, then that's, that's an interesting thing because like, you don't think about that because there's, there's one part of like, people are making fan fiction for just themselves mm-hmm. and for the enjoyment of other fans. Right. But then like, you have to realize, well, some people make fan fiction because not only they want it, want it for themselves and other fans, but they want Dan and Phil to see it. Yeah. And, yeah. like, that is, like, even more, like, dude, like, that is not okay. Because, yeah. like, there's, there's part, there's, like, one thing about, like, being, like, oh, I put something out there wi- without the intention of them seeing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I never meant to, like, hurt anybody or for them to see. This was just for me. I didn't think it was going to blow up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But with the intention of having it reach the creators is a completely different thing. Yeah. I also think, like... We didn't really talk about imagines or preferences, which are literally like Dan X reader or Phil X reader, which yeah. those are a whole nother like, I don't want to call it an issue, but just like creating, like I said, unrealistic expectations because then you're just like imagining yourself being in a relationship with this person who, like we said, most doesn't likely doesn't know, know you. you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm. guilty of reading that stuff not Dan and Phil but like reading stuff like that Mm -hmm. when I was younger and yeah it makes you think of them in a totally different way yeah like I mean you were around when I was younger and I would read like five seconds of summer x-reader stuff yeah Um, and like I remember going to their concert and having this totally unrealistic expectation that like I'm going to wait in this line for six hours. Callum Hood's going to come out and then he's going to sweep me off my feet and we're going to fall in love. You know, like yeah. fan fiction and reading that stuff when I was younger created this expectation of this person and I viewed them yeah. in a different way than how they actually are. Totally. And like, also that being said is like most of Dan and Phil's like fans currently and back then were young. They're minors. Yes, yes, yes. yes. They're people who are in middle school, maybe early high school. Like, I would say yeah. the age range is, like, 12 to, like, 15. Yeah, I think the majority are, like, in, in middle younger, school. Like younger minors, people. definitely minors. Yeah, minors. So, like, you have, like, these, these people who are, like, young, young, and they're talking about, like, explicit stuff, mm-hmm. which is, like, and it, it, it's just, like, it's not, like, because it, then it's, like, you have, like... Like, if you put yourself on the, the perspective of Dan and Phil, you're like, dude, this, like, literal child is writing about me in this yeah, way. Yeah, I, I totally didn't even think of that. Like, that this, is a great Because then you have to be like, dude, like, how am I supposed to see that? Because then, like, you're like, then you have to, like, then you're like, dude, like, there's, like, writing, like, fictional or, or not. Like, the, it's still out there mm-hmm. of, like, me in a relationship with a minor. Yeah. And yeah. that's not comfortable. Like, I wouldn't want someone being like, hey, look at the story I wrote about you, like, being in a relationship with, like, a, a, like a 10-year-old. I'd yeah. be like, what Ugh. the... Like, please get rid of that. Like, yeah. that's disgusting. Like, it I don't want to hear that. I don't want to see that. That should not be out there. And, like, it's not... It is not from the perspective of, like an adult writing writing about a minor and like Dan and Phil. Mm-hmm. It's the, uh, uh, but still it is like it's not it's not good. It's no. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I yeah, now I just that's a whole new perspective that I haven't thought of. I didn't think about like, it either. It just clicked in my like, head. I, I was, was like, like 14 reading this stuff. I think Callum was like or not just Callum, but like in general the people were like 20s. Yeah. Early 20s. And 14-year-old me was just like, oh, there's a chance when I turn 18 no! in four years. Yeah, no, there's not. No, like, there's it's, not. It's crazy. Like, I, because, like, I was never, like, 
like I never made a Tumblr account. I was never like mm-hmm. invested in fandom like all too much, except for like maybe, like, like I I was like interested in certain like fandom, like, like co- popular fandoms, but I never got into the fandom themselves. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't read fanfic. I didn't do any of that kind of stuff because I was kind of a boring kid for a long time. <laughs> um, but. So I, I never got exposed to that kind of stuff. The only time I was exposed to it is with, when, like, you or, like, another one of my friends would just show it to me. Yeah. So I it is kind of an outsider's perspective of, like, this kind of stuff. Because, um, like, in more recent years, I have, like, watched YouTube videos about, like, stuff that happened on Tumblr or whatever that's, like... Here's, like, some crazy stuff that happened in a fandom. So that's kind of my perspective on it. Like, I have, like, a very outsider's perspective. So it's interesting to, like, look in and see, like, what did people who were, like, actively participating in the fandom, like, think of during the time and what did they think now? Yeah. 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 I mean, kind of just like you, I was only on Tumblr for, like, hockey and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I never, I never did see anything, like, bad on Tumblr, but I definitely know, like... It sparked some conversations, definitely. Yeah. There was stuff on there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm now just thinking of, like, uh, the cat whiskers. The cat whiskers. girls would we come didn't to even, school. We didn't even mention that. <laughs> okay. No, I feel like that uh, is a, that's a good conversation. You knew. You knew who the Dan and Phil fans were when they would come to school with... Cat whiskers. Cat whiskers. Yeah. With Sharpie. With by the Sharpie. Way. No, um, which is like that's that's kind of an interesting thing to point out is like Dan and Phil was one of the most public fandoms. Oh like, yeah. Like not in, in terms of like but like people knew about the Dan and Phil fandom and they knew who was in it. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. cause people were super vocal. They were super vocal about it. And like Especially with, like, the stuff like cat whiskers. Like, mm-hmm. you would have people coming to school just on random days. Or for spirit days, you yeah, would have people, Dan and Phil. I mean, like, obviously you have people who are, like, fans of, like, Harry Potter or, like, going to mm-hmm. be vocal about it. Or, like, you know, like, Marvel or DC. But, like, that's all stuff that, like, people can like without being involved in the fandom. Mm-hmm. So, like, seeing something, like... As kind of obscure as Dan and Phil be so, like, out in the open for people yeah. to see was just really, like, I guess interesting for me because, like, again, I wasn't involved in fandom, but I would, I knew that there was a fandom for Dan and yeah, Phil. Yeah, So. I think. Yeah. That's also where I, where, that's the point where I kind of become an outsider in the fandom because, yes, I totally watched them when I was, like, I feel like I was in elementary school when I started watching them. Mm-hmm. Middle school, for sure. Um, but, like, I never drew cat whiskers on my face. I don't know why, but I just, you know, yeah, that wasn't my thing. But I, I also want to touch on that, like, Dan and Phil brought so much happiness to these people to the point where they, w- they wanted to express that they loved Dan and Phil. No, totally. And I think... I think we have been talking a lot about the negative aspects of the Dan, the Dan and Phil fandom, um, um, which I think it's very important to highlight that, like, there was a lot of good. There's a oh, lot of good absolutely. that's come out. Like, I think in any fandom, there's a lot of good that comes out of it. Like, just, like, the fact that, like, one, like, two people can, like, affect, like, so many people's mm-hmm. lives positively is, like, really cool. And the amount of people who came out because of them too also felt like welcomed and safe yeah so that's amazing i mean i think that's important because like it is it does kind of like lead to like these are very public people and then they come out Mm -hmm. and they're still in the public eye and they're positive representation yes and i think i think i mean that's like really like it's not something that was common like it's still like gay representation like is not as prevalent as people like to think it is Mm -hmm. like i like i still kind of like make the comparison like gay marriage was only legalized 
six years ago. Yeah. So. Like, I, I straight up remember that day. Like, I was at Denny's watching the news when it happened. Like, I I, I have memories of that day, which is insane to Yeah, me. like, I, I was, like, I mean, 2015 was not that long ago. Mm-mm. Um, and so I think it's just weird, like to see I, I think it's it's good that there's there's more representation and that people like Dan and Phil can help people come out because mm-hmm. um, I know that definitely for me personally like seeing people um, like like Hunter Schaefer in my in my situation like having someone be like so publicly out um as trans but like be so influential and positive and like also like really attractive (laughs) um it's like it it's really like really like reassuring to be like people can actually like be like like normal in a sense Mm -hmm. in, in like in terms of their life not normal as in like conforming to like cishet like standards but like you don't have to like suffer all the time Mm because i think a lot of the times like the narrative is like once you come out like every like there's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to want to be your friends anymore there's going to be a lot of people who are going to like be like really disrespectful to you and Mm -hmm. rude but like seeing people like dan and phil come out and have so much like positive response it's able to show people, like, hey, if these people who are, like, way in the public eye can come out and yeah. still be happy, like, maybe I can do it, too. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, like, definitely something very positive that has come out of out of the fandom. Yeah, so. definitely, like, adds to people being more understanding and accepting and mm-hmm. all of that, which is great if... One person can do that, like, yeah, that's incredible. Just like absolutely, yeah. and especially YouTubers, YouTubers using their platform for good, mm-hmm. which I think majority of them do. You know, there's the few there's a YouTubers few that, that are kind of yeah. questionable, but you know, for the m- most part, like I think, especially the ones like we watch, yeah, like, gravitate towards like. You don't have to watch some of the problematic ones. Like, that's your choice. Yeah. Whatever you But I, I think but... it is definitely, like, you have a lot of influence and, like, you use it for good. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like, they don't, they're not obligated to do that. Yeah, I was just going to um, say that. But it is good to, like, inadvertently use it as a positive mm-hmm. force. Because that, it's not intentional. Like, they didn't come out to be like, hey, guys we're inspirational you can come out yeah yeah like no they came out for themselves but through doing that they created a like a big wave Mm -hmm. of positive force and i think that's really important and i'm sure that's also you know makes them feel a little pressured also i Mm -hmm. you know i can't speak for them but yeah um i would imagine like if i had all these kids just being like i came out because of you i would feel like i'd be like whoa a little like yeah i'd be like pressure for being this good role model for mm-hmm. them, you know? And even me being cis and straight, like I said, um, they were role models for me too. Like, you mm-hmm. don't just have to be in the community for them to be role models. Like, they've definitely, as stereotypical it is, as it is, like, have gotten me through some tough times in middle school mm-hmm. and all of that. Just, you know, if their videos put a smile on your face, you know... That's amazing. I think yeah. that mm-hmm. they're doing great stuff, and I still watch their videos, even though I stopped watching. Like, I was like a freshman, and mm-hmm. I turned eighteen, and I was like, "Hey, maybe I should go back and watch some of their videos." And <laughs> they're still great. I find them, mm-hmm. you know, really funny, and they're just spreading happiness. And I think that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think definitely there's a lot to like digest with Dan and Phil but mm. I think um that's a good gist of it yeah I think I, well I'd also like to I don't know why I just didn't yeah it earlier but I totally Dan talking about mental health and I think he's coming out with a new book I think he just advertised for his book just talking about you know he's been very open about his 
mental health struggles and, you know, dealing with depression and everything. And Phil has too. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, that's another way of just being like, you know, they understand. Like, I... I don't feel alone because they've also gone through it, you know? Yeah, no, and it's definitely, like, they, um, like, regardless of, like, how you feel about, like, what fans have done, like, Mm -hmm. um, they understand their fan base, not only as, like, um, they understand that, like, they have, like, a large group of, like, young, impressionable Mm -hmm. people, and they're like, hey, like we should use our platform to, like, teach them how to deal with their emotions. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, be like, hey, like, let's, let's, like, use our influence to, like, not cater to this audience, but, like, in a, in a sense, cater to their audience mm-hmm. of, like, be like, hey, like, we know who watches our videos. Let's try and do what we can to, like, positively influence them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They definitely have, especially, you know. I think that's where I connected to them most was when they would talk about it and I'd just be like, you know, when you're going through it and you hear, like, people that you, people that you view as, like, idols, when you hear Mm. that they're going through Mm. it also, you're just like, wow, like, truly you just feel like I'm not alone in this, like, Mm -hmm. it's not something... That just I struggle with, you know? Yeah, no, totally. Like, I think that's, like, a really good point, you know? I think, you know, Mm -hmm. like we were saying, I think that's a great point to kind of end on. Yeah, I think... End with a positive, you know? End end with a positive. I think we're going to try and do that for further episodes is try and end with a positive because, like, regardless of, like, how crazy some fandoms can be or, like, how, like... Or, like, the downsides of them, there's definitely a positive in, oh, absolutely. in everything. Um, you know, I'm sure there are some exceptions, um, but <laughs> there's there's definitely a positive in everything. So, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's a good point to end off. Um, anyways, yeah, so thank you uh, to everyone who's stuck through the whole thing. It might be a little bit rambly. It might be a little bit awkward. This is our first episode, so we're trying yeah. to still work through the kinks and stuff. Um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed and are interested and yeah yeah, i look forward to the next episode yeah so we're gonna try and be try to release these like by not bi-weekly um every other week um so two episodes a month um obviously like don't hold us to that but (laughs) um that's what we're trying to do um if you have any suggestions for topics that you might want to see us cover in the future, you can leave that in, like, the comment section or, like, wherever you can leave responses. Um, that would be greatly appreciated, and we might get to it in a future episode. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you.